All right, let's try this. This is the voiceover for movie trailer. Take one. In a world where laughter was king. Uh, no in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of movie. You're listening to Trailer Trashed on the Merry-Go-Round Magazine Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, CJ Simonson and Kate Brock. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Trailer Trashed on the Merry-Go-Round Magazine Podcast Network, uh, the show where trailers get the fair and balanced critique they deserve after a night of drinking. My name is CJ Simonson. I'm the music editor over at Merry-Go-Round Magazine, and I enjoy it. Bye. I am Kate Brogdon. I am the TV editor over at Merry-Go-Round Magazine. I was thinking we should just put that, we should just can that. Like right. it's the same every time, and then like people don't need to know. Like it's very difficult to remember off the head. I but you like know, it. but you know, one of my other podcasts that I really, really like, Odo Ross and Carrie, they do their intro every single time, even though it's the same every time. And Most it's podcasts. very, yeah, and it's very charming. It's charming. Oh, I like it. It's, it's charming because it's like it's we're, a lot of words. We're familiar. We're familiar. You wrote it. I know. I you know. could have written a simpler one for our drunk podcast. This one, that one's on me. I'll take this one. Yes. But, Which, you know. Speaking of our podcast, this is episode 10. Episode 10. We made it. We, we made it. it. We made it. We've done this 10 times. <sighs> yes, we've gotten drunk 10 times. God. Actually, we've gotten drunk less times than that. We've gotten we've drunk gotten progressively like... progressively drunker <laughs> at least as many times. I'm... Hopefully I'm not as drunk as I was in some previous episodes tonight. This is a more low-key episode. This is also an episode, we should say, where we are going to be talking about nothing but Super Bowl trailers. really thought you were doing, what's the Christmas song I'm thinking of? Oh, girls are called Woohoo. Wait, what? Just do the sleigh bells we did. Yeah, bells. Yeah, yeah. Woohoo. Why are you saying girls are calling woohoo? <laughs> girls are calling woohoo. I've never heard that. Is You've that never one? heard of girls are calling woohoo? No. Okay. Is that like a different version of that No, song? I'm going to make this really quick. So there's a verse in Sleigh Ride yeah. where it's outside the snow is falling and girls are calling woohoo. You know it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. I only think of... And Just hear those sleigh bells. Calling you. No, and and the girls are calling woohoo, and so there was a comedian on Instagram whose name I cannot remember. I will put a link to it in the show notes. Who did for an entire year Instagram stories where every day for a year he did the girls are calling the girls are calling woohoo the girls are calling the girls are calling woohoo and they're doing a screening of the entire year's worth of Instagram stories at Dynasty Typewriter coming what? up soon for and I really real? want to go I uh, swear to God it was like this huge phenomenon the girls are calling woohoo I genuinely thought it was friends are calling you too Isn't no the, the girls lines? are calling woohoo. The, the snow is falling and girls are calling woohoo. But yeah, no, I I don't this is that. Super Bowl music, which is. <laughs> I do a sport. Oh, boy. I definitely watched the whole Super Bowl. Yeah, it was a bad game, but. Honestly, you know what? I'll say it. Like, not great trailers either, but we're here here for it. It is what it is. We're here for the people, and our backlog has run out. (laughs) No, yeah. So we So we get to be timely, and we're recording an episode pretty soon when you're going to hear it for a change. Don't judge us for not talking about John Wick 3 yet. It's coming next week. It's coming. It's coming next week. You guys are in for such a treat next week. Valentine's Valentine's Day. Day. You have no idea what, unless... 
unless I drunkenly mentioned it before, you have no idea what's coming. Yeah, I don't even remember. Maybe we did. Already. Maybe we did. We I don't know. It. If uh, you know what we're talking about, then I guess you do know. But if you don't know, then you're in for quite a treat. Uh, unlike us, who we're going to do a shot of straight vodka. And oh. I remember 100% editing this pod where I said, I will never do that again. Why would we do that? Why would we ever just do shots of regular Because vodka? this is what we bought, CJ, after we spent oh, 30 minutes know, walking around the store looking for club soda. I know. We went to like three different aisles. Well... Thank God when we do this again on Friday, I have whiskey and tequila. Oh, good. Oh, All right. good. All we'll right. be fine. We'll oh, be fine. I would like to point out yes. um, to foreshadow, I am drinking out of my Hollywood Tower Hotel Twilight oh, Zone shot glass. Love it. This is another Kate's House edition, so you may be hearing good Mr. Beans in the background at some point if he that, decides to go bimmy. That is some fun foreshadowing. And also, they don't sell that anymore. No, they so. don't. Cheers. Fuck. Oh, God, I don't want to. Okay, ready? One, two, three. There you go. Whew. That was the hard... Oh, wow. Ugh, that was much better than the grapefruit vodka. That was so much harder to keep down. Ooh. Fuck. I really dislike that. <laughs> and I hate hearing it, like, when I go back to edit it, too. I know. It's always, like, that moment of silence when you're just, like... Like, when I, when I listen in my car after you're done editing it, it's always just, like... Mm. You just feel bad. Yeah, I... Did not like that. Mm. All right. Well, let's jump into it, shall we? <laughs> let's just jump right into it. Yeah, I like instantly sound drunk because I'm like trying to fight back like the gagging of like. I know. Do you want a glass of water? Are you no, okay? we're good. I've got this nice new Belgian Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA and a little bit of a cocktail left over. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Um, first up, we got Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. I'm dealing with the future of the planet. The necessary shock to the system. I am human evolutionary change. Bulletproof. Superhuman. Who the hell are you? Bad guy. The mission has been compromised. We need help. Our target's name is Brixton. He's a ghost. We're gonna need the best trackers in the business. Luke Hobbs. I'm what you call an ice cold can of whoop ass. Career lawman. Always gets his guy. We're gonna need to operate outside the system. Deckard Shaw. I'm what you might call a champagne problem. It's important that we mention that the Fast and the Furious present this. Yes. I would be like, if it was just Hobbs at Shaw, I'd be like, I'm very confused. Who is presenting this? Right. Because it could be anyone. It could be Universal. It could be The Rock. It could be... Honestly, if it was Dwayne The Rock Johnson presents, presents Hobbs and Shaw... We're like a Mississippi half step away from that happening, right? Like, he basically, <laughs> like, he's already... He didn't, he, didn't he surprise premiere that weird, like, uh, WWE movie that was really bad at the at Sundance? Maybe. Like, again, it could be Dwayne The Rock Johnson presents... And There's a lot of crazy movie. shit going on at Sundance that you should read about on magazine.com. Good old Kevin and Aya... Yes. Went and did that. Uh, yep. Uh, actually, the yeah. Actually, you can go on the site right now. We've just published uh, all of the uh, the rest of our roundups. So mm-hmm. yeah, check that out for sure. Um, yeah, this is a movie that is based on the characters of Devlin Shaw, I believe. 
This is the part where Kate oh, gets to okay. admit that she has never seen any of the movies. Oh, okay. I know... Somehow I'm now the expert at this, and I should not be. <laughs> there's, um, there's some vroom vroom cars, and then a, a boy died, and we were very sad. Mm-hmm. That's the extent of my Fast and the Furious knowledge. Yeah, so Shaw is played by Jason Statham, mm-hmm. uh, and, and Hobbs is played by The Rock. When they don't like each other. So here's the weirdest thing about this. <laughs> and you don't know this because you've never seen any of the movies. I have not. Shaw was a bad guy in this franchise who murders, like, people in the, like, regular Fast and the Furious gang. So is this, like, a prequel? No. Like, they have now just genuinely accepted that he's someone that they sometimes have to be friends with. And I'm like, he murdered people. Like, what are you talking about? This is crunchy. I like this. No, it's weird. Like, I don't understand it. And also, the only reason this movie's getting made is because The Rock hates Jason State or hates Vin Diesel and vice versa. Mm. Like, they beef, right? So, like, and so I'm kind of excited because it does seem like Hobbs and Shaw has this kind of crazy potential to do, like, better than the last Fast and the Furious movie. And then The Rock gets to, like, wave his, like, probably average-sized dick around and go, look at how great I am. I feel like The Rock's dick started like impressive and then the steroids just reduced it to normal size as opposed to like guys that start off with normal size and then the steroids reduce it to like small sure i feel like the rock had a very impressive dick and now just has like a normal one yeah that's fair that's probably true god i wish that that picture existed on the internet i'm sure somewhere eventually meanwhile jason statham bet he's packing oh yeah yeah Totally. Um, Maybe that's why he doesn't... Uh, oh, no, he does like Jason Statham. He doesn't like Vin Diesel. We should mention, too, that this movie features uh, people's sexiest man of the year, Idris Elba. That's as right. As the bad guy. Are there superheroes in this franchise? Kate, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, yes, <laughs> we, we have finally gotten to the point where after many movies of just insanity, we are actually accepting that there are... The, the the leaps in physics that this franchise has taken that everyone's like just admit it this movie is not grounded in reality we're finally having a character who's saying yeah I am bulletproof which is insane he's like a winter soldier and I don't even know what that means yeah you didn't even see it no I did you know what I went to Mammoth over the weekend yeah. and I watched Humblebrag and I watched like 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 20 minutes of Doctor Strange with the closed captions on and I watched like half an hour of Civil War with the closed captions on. You're basically all cut up then. They were real they were really fighting. They were really fighting. Well, we'll get to that here in a little bit. Um <laughs> yeah, uh you hear Idris Elba immediately in this trailer say I'm the necessary shock to the system, which is probably the corniest thing I've ever heard in my life and also very not backed up by any statement. What's like what is he the shock to? Like what is he doing? What is his end goal? He's the sexiest man of the year. And he also apparently like his necessary shock to the system line seems to be about the fact that he is bulletproof. That he is an evolutionary next step and thus he is a shock to the system and it's like that doesn't make any sense. Like, but how did he get like that? Did I don't they, know. They did like experiments on Right, him. it's not a genetic thing. It's not like he's actually like he might be the next step genetically speaking, but they had to alter him in some way, which means they could just alter everyone. I don't understand. He has like a super suit. Yeah. Is it the suit? I don't think so. Is The Rock going to put on the super suit and no. then become Super Rock? No, The Rock's going to get electrocuted like he does at the end of the trailer. He does. Yeah. Three times will kill a man. This movie like asks you to believe that the only reason these two people have to be together, they're the only two people that are here for this job because Hobbs is a great tracker and Shaw is a master of deception. And together, they can be sneaky 
as well as track the people. And that's good enough. This movie seems fun. Well, all the Fast and the Furious movies are fun. I mean, yeah. like, to a degree. They've gone a long way from, like, ripping off, like, VHS players or whatever they were doing in the first one, where it's literally just regular street racing. You're like, this is dumb. They do the Vroom Vrooms. Yeah, it's not like... We've upgraded from Vroom Vrooms. Now we're running up and down buildings and shit. And yeah. there's, like, a superhero in this movie now. There's a moment where The Rock goes, I'm what you call a nice cold can of whoop-ass. And I literally was like, oh my god. Like, that's something my dad's going to say like a hundred times. Like, no, for a fact, if my dad gets a hold of this trailer or hears me talking about it in this podcast, he will 100% use that line a lot. Like, hi, CJ's dad. Yeah, hi, CJ's dad. Are you an ice cold can of whoop-ass? He, he probably said that in my youth at some time. Like, at some point, he was like, I'm a... I'm <laughs> Your a dad said ass? Yeah, for sure. In front of us. And it was scandalous. Scandal! Um, and then, for some reason, the antithesis line, because it's like, this is like the setup, right? They're like, they, they're like The Rock, or, the, or they go Hobbs, or whatever. And then and then he goes, nice cool can of whoop-ass. And then, then when they do Shaw, or Jason Statham, Jason Statham goes, I'm what you call a champagne problem. Which I was what like, does I that don't, mean? I don't know what that means. Is that a phrase? A is champagne that... problem is I drank too much champagne and now I have to take an Uber home for brunch and I don't know how I'm going to get my car. The closest I can come up with rationalizing this is, is is he focusing on the champagne problem? Like it's a pain problem? Uh, like a pun? Like a pun? But, but champagne he, because he's fancy. As he does this, he like... like like, Faux catches a bottle of champagne and then hits someone with it. Like, he's using champagne bottle as, like, a weapon. But that line doesn't make any sense. I'm a pain problem also does not make sense. Also does not make sense. Champagne problem is, like, it's 3 p.m. and I'm hungover. Mm-hmm. That's a champagne problem. Yeah, I'm a brunch problem. Like, I don't know. It's brunch, weird. Brunch problem. I'm here with eight of my friends and the waitress won't split our ticket. That's a brunch problem. That's a brunch problem. We got Now we're all drunk and we have to do math. Less of a problem than teaming up with someone who murdered a bunch of your friends. It's complicated. It's crunchy. It's not. It's dumb. Uh, I think the why can't we be friends in this trailer is killing it. It is. The use of that song and the remixed version they're using is great. Is like, it, would would one say it is doing work? Oh, it's doing work, baby. I'm loving <laughs> every minute of it. It's fantastic. Um, Lovely. There's a moment where they're flying coach in this movie. <laughs> and I think it's when he says we ha- we're going to have to be, like, uh, or we're going to have to be, I don't know, off the grid or something. He says something like that. And I was like, that far off the grid that you're flying coach? Like, you're never going to see the, the Rock's shoulders are like, like, as wide as like I am tall, like it doesn't make sense. He literally can't fit in a coach plane. Like that's he's gonna have to. Oh my god, that's wild. They're going off the grid. It's also so annoying too because it's not like they're sitting next to each other, which is obviously a much funnier comedic move. Instead, they're sitting on either sides of an aisle, like leaning over, so it's a wider shot. And you're like, oh, it would have been so funny if like The Rock had to sit in the middle. But this movie can't figure out how like what comedy is. That upsets me. I love that you're like the craziest thing that The Rock is flying coach, but they're like running up and down like vertically the side of a building yeah, in this trailer. Yeah, we've seen do that. Like, he did that <laughs> skyscraper. I'm not, I'm, I'm out. Like, There's a lady in this trailer. Oh, yeah, I actually wa- did want to discuss that for a second. Um, I hate that. What? Sorry, not that she's a woman. <laughs> or that there's a woman in this trailer. Uh, th- there's a moment, sorry, in relation to them running down the skyscraper, that uh-huh. there's a damsel in distress moment. And I was like, we can't be doing this in 2019. How is, is this even possible? Is she a bad guy, though? I don't think so. She seems like maybe she could be a bad guy. It seems like she, 
I don't think she was in distress. I think that they've captured her. Because she's Which like would knocked be that she out. She was in distress. Well, but they didn't rescue her. They like fought her. Well, the whole no, no, no. I don't think so. Because she, see, all right. Here's what I gather from this trailer. This okay. woman is some kind of form of intelligence, like whatever, and she has been fighting Idris Elba. That has not worked out for her. And that's why they have to bring in the big guns. But then she is begrudgingly going to attach herself onto this because it was her project and she has to see it through to the end. That's mm. just like a thing that would happen in this franchise. Okay. And so, but there's this, there's a moment where like the bad guys or whoever have slung her over their shoulder and are now jumping out of a fucking skyscraper. And then we see both The Rock and Jason Statham like basically chasing after her. And I was like, we just can't, I don't understand. Like that's not, it's not a relevant, like I don't need the two like masculine guys to go save the girl we saw that all throughout the 80s and the 90s and the 70s and the 2000s and i just don't like how is that an interesting thing to do this woman seems like she clearly is capable she was initially the one that instigated the fight against idris elba i think so i just find it hard to believe she can't keep up with people that aren't idris elba just goons right like just regular people and like we don't need hunky rock to like go chase it that just is so annoying but CJ, then The Rock says fuck. I know. Yeah, he does. That's That actually is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, there's a moment where at the very end, Jason Statham is like going down in this well, elevator. Well, because The Rock is running down the building. And, and then somehow he... the elevator is going just as fast. I was like, that's not real. Jason Statham's in an elevator and he's just like, what up, fucker? Yeah. And then The Rock is like, ooh, we shaw. <laughs> that's exactly what he does yeah and then he like rams some guy's head into the side of this like elevator and then you can see him mouth the words fuck you which is a choice for a super bowl commercial you know it was fine edgy um sounds yeah, I don't fun know. why here's my final question why can they not just call in the other people like where is vin diesel like is are we to believe that those people can't help because he says at one point this is you know uh I'm here to save the world. And I've done it four times or something like that. And I was trying to do the quick mental math. Haven't you done it Furious seven times? Well, so here's the thing is The Rock has been in four of these movies, right? Um. He's been in since uh, Fast and Furious. Not the Fast and the Furious, which is the first one. I think it's the fourth one. Sidebar, there was a night at Bar Trivia when the final round was you had to name all of the Fast and the Furious movies in order by their titles. I think I can do it. You think you can do it? Do you want to do it? Yeah, here. I'm going to... I'm going to literally crush this cocktail. Ready? Crush the cocktail. Mm. Okay, go. Number one. The Fast and the Furious. Number two. Too Fast, Too Furious. Number three. Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Number four. Fast and Furious. Number five. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, I should look them up. I honestly don't even know. No, Furious 7 is 7. Furious 7 is 7. Fast 6. Furious 7. No, because you've missed 5. Uh, oh, uh... Hold on, I'm going to Google for Oh, now I don't remember. The fifth one... Not Furipus. Is the, the fifth one I think is good. The fourth one's there in Rio. The fifth one... Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, hold on. We're doing it. We're doing it. Hold on. I don't remember. Um... Oh, God. French International... I just want to know all the titles. Yeah, I'm out. Oh. I don't remember. You should have asked Siri as what you should have known. Oh, no. Siri won't do it. Uh, I don't remember now, but anyway, he ha- he hasn't like saved the world four times. Like, like in the fourth movie, he's stopping bank robbers. Like, <laughs> how did you save the world, you jackass? Like, literally, he's brought in to stop them in Rio. Like, what if his does he have a love interest? No, uh, there was kind of a thing for a second, but I think she maybe dies. that was his world. Okay, here we go. Yeah. It's, okay. 
The Fast and the, the Furious. The Fast and the Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. The... That's the, not a thing. The turbocharged prelude for Too Fast, Too Furious. Not a thing. The Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift, Fast and Furious. I was right there. Fast oh, and Furious. Fast Five. Fast Five, Fast and Furious 6, Furious 7, and the fate. The fate of the Furious, right. I can't believe they didn't do an 8. F number 8. Oh, there was advertising, I think, that sometimes put it as an 8. They weren't that dumb. Anyway, he's never saving, like, he never once, like, saves the world in the fourth one. Like, the, when they introduce him, he's literally just brought down to bring down Vin Diesel's character. It's like, those guys were trying to take over the world. Like, let's settle down. You you saved the world, like, twice. Once against Charlize Theron, and, like, one time against the guy he's now trying to save. CJ, The Rock it. saves the world every day when he gets up in the morning, and I'm sure drinks and a huge a, glass of milk. And they're probably, like, raw eggs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Protein. He'll, like, crack, like, a, a whole dozen raw eggs and, like, put them in a glass and then put protein powder in that and then mix it all up and then pour a whole glass of milk in that and then drink it and then surf and then do a haka. There's no surfing. There's none of that. It's just he's in the gym for, like, four hours. You can see it on Instagram. Really? Yeah, it's pretty insane. I was at the gym for one hour today and that was enough. Nope, he's there forever. He wakes up at like four in the morning, and then he goes and works out for like four hours, and I think he does it like midday at some point too. He's That's, insane, but his body's insane, so I don't know. Can't that, be that bad about it. it what? It's fine. There's no time for activities. Yeah, he, his activities are making money and making billions of dollars and having rock hard pecs. I don't know. Four hours is such a long time. It's it's I that might be an exaggeration, but it is a long time. He's there for like an exorbitant amount of time. I wish I knew a good segue to segue into our next trailer, but I forget what it is. (laughs) All right, next up we're going to talk about scary stories to tell in the dark. Okay, it is scary how much he works out, which is not unlike some stories you could tell in the dark. Okay. (laughs) That's where where I have to cut the thing down. God damn it. This summer, from Guillermo del Toro... Scary stories to tell in the dark. This film is not yet rated. Um, so this isn't like a true trailer. Like it's just four teasers. That it's CBS four put teasers, down. and each teaser is a story. Maybe ten seconds. Yeah, they're like ten seconds long, and each one is like a story. And I will say, I'm a little bummed that we're not saving this for our super special surprise Valentine's Day episode. Right. Because Stephen was deeply affected by this. Right. And talked to me about it in the car on the way home from Super Bowl party for like half an hour. Right. So it's like. I do... Did you read this book? No. No. Okay. I did, but I blocked out most of it because of my fragile child mind. Okay. Although I do remember the big toe. Sure. There's a scary woman mm-hmm. in this trailer that's like... The woman who's in the hall. In the, yeah, in the hall, hall and she's like, who took my big toe? Oh, uh, yeah. I do remember the big toe. Okay. And then there's... Oogie Boogie Lady. Was this... Okay, explain this to me then. Was this like a, an anthology read or... Yes. Or, okay. So it is literally... So this is literally stories. Scary it's, not, st- it's not just an adaptation okay. with name alone. I get to explain something yeah. that you don't know about. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Oh, this is so special. Okay. Yes. So... <laughs> look, look, I can only wax poetic about the Fast and the Furious for so long. 
So, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark was a literal anthology of scary stories that was okay. marketed towards children. Yes. And the stories themselves ranged from, like, kind of dumb to, like, pretty creepy. There's Goosebumps. It was Goosebumps, but the thing... It was a little harder than Goosebumps. But the thing that everyone remembers were these creepy-as-fuck illustrations. Sure, okay. I don't know who did the illustrations for this, but they were, like, more terrifying than any, like, children's book should be allowed to be. Okay. And not even, like, oh, this was really scary when I was a kid, but now I'm looking at it, and that's, like, kind of dumb. It's right. like, you look at it as an adult, and you're like, fuck, this explains why I went to film school, right? right like, right, right. this this is the thing that fucked me up. Sure. So, I had, like, a couple... Hello, Mr. Man. He's making biscuits on my leg. Um... I had a couple different kind of scary story books, and so I get them crossed a little bit versus, excuse me, which one was the one that I read that, like, I'm getting the stories mixed up, but I do remember the big toe. Hello, mister. Would you like to be on our podcast? You are only a cat. Um, so, yes, it is very scary. It is very cool that Guillermo del Toro is doing this. That's one thing I wrote down. I feel like that's kind of the biggest sell for me is, like, at this point, Guillermo del Toro, at least when he's attached to a horror project, even if it's not great, um, like I didn't like Crimson Peak very much, but I, it does to me represent a certain level of like classic storytelling. Like I know that this is all practical effects, right? That's all makeup. Like all these characters are like real. Um, yeah. And there's something to be said for that. And I think that the trailer kind of doesn't level into it necessarily, but definitely like understands that like seeing and also not getting a really good look at but understanding that it's a physical yeah. presence is important well because the one the fourth spot that we saw was the one that really upset steven yeah that's the... which was the girl in the 50s kind of yes. prom dress like pink kind of yeah. yeah and she goes into the bathroom and she has what looks like a big zit yes and then it's like there's a hair coming out of it and yeah. then the hair moves that story in Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is called, like, The Spider Eggs. Oh. And she has, like, spider eggs, like, in her face. I hate that so much. That's, like, what that is. So I, I have looked up some pictures. I'm so glad you told me that, and I now don't have to watch this movie. Spider <laughs> Egg sounds terrible. Yeah. So, like, this is an example of one of the illustrations in this nope, book. don't like that. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a picture of a, a, I think, dead Mick Jagger. And he's got like a weird sunken like his eyes have like like uh, been eaten out. Or, this like, is honestly like, rotting. Oh shit! I meant to look up scary stories to tell in the dark. This is literally just a picture of Mick Jagger. Oh. No. Okay, here. Let me find. This is him after Sorry. he actually dies. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Let me find. Oh, here's the one of the girl that you didn't like. Uh, yeah, don't like that. It does look like Oogie Boogie kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Oogie Boogie Lady. She was in one of these spots walking down a hallway at a at a distance. Yeah, and terrifying to see in like in in in, in yeah. real practical like makeup. Again, like there's a physicality to each of the creatures or the things that are happening that I think like these teasers do a good job of grabbing. I mean, it's only 10 seconds. You know, that reminded me of the most, I think, is like the American Horror Story teaser. Yeah. That are like kind of quick and visceral and like really just meant to give you this kind of like freak out. Like, oh, like there's some weird fucked up shit that's coming. Mm -hmm. I think that these kind of are akin to that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think they do a really effective job. And especially like in the context of the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Where it's like... And it's interesting that it grabs you that much because as somebody who remembers like some of the stories, but not all of them, every single one of these trailers that you just saw is like very specifically one of the stories. Yeah, no, that's good. And so the people who know them are like, 
the way I'm just gonna steal everything that Steven said because he had a better take on it than I did but he was like it was so like terrifying to see it made real because it's something that you just kind of read when you're a kid and you kind of laugh about it and it's kind of a goof and then being an adult and having it come back and being like fully realized is just so upsetting but I think that that's kind of the thing that works for me the most about this is like you know, I kind of was aware that it was based on a, a quote-unquote children's property, but it does not feel like it is targeted at all towards children. No. It feels like and a fairly the conventional... It, the book itself didn't feel like it was targeted towards children, That's even though That's probably why people was. liked it, right? Yeah, that was why people liked it, because sure. it was, like, cool and fucked up to read at sleepovers. And yeah. I think I had one that, like, the cover glowed in the dark, which and I was would cool. Have, I would have to imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, if, these are, if they put out four of these teasers, that means it's probably... That's all four stories that are in this right there might be more there's like a bunch of them right but i mean i mean if you're spiraling them out to 20 minutes each then you've hit well is this a movie yeah it's a movie i believe okay yeah i believe this is a featured length film okay i think all right yeah interesting could be cool um yeah yeah this looks fun i'll watch it i'll watch it and and cry i'm down for weird monsters and i'm down i think that 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 is something that like del toro excels at and has never quite... I mean, obviously, he's not directing this, but I, I think he's never quite found the right platform to, like, really explore the, like, true... I, I mean, he gets to do it in Hellboy. He got to a little bit do it in uh, Shape of Water. But it's just, like, I think that, like, we... The right horror thing, at least now that he's, like, a kind of A-list director, hasn't really come along yet. And I, what I about Pan's cool. Labyrinth? Right, and there's some cool stuff in there, too. But again, like, I don't think he got to do all the weird stuff he wanted to. Not yeah. that he really gets to do that here. I guess this is based on a property, right? But um, mm-hmm. but I like it. Like, And also, Pam's Labyrinth, uh, more a fantasy than it is a horror. That's um, true. But, but, like, the the hands, man, with the eyeballs. Yeah, totally terrifying. Um, Very scary. But he's excelled most at fantasy horror, not true horror. I, K, horror. What? Horror. Okay, oh, okay. Because the H in Spanish, it's silent. Horror, yeah. Horror. I got what you're doing. I don't know if that's actually... Hey, Siri. Oh, no. Siri's back. How do you say horror in Spanish? Oh, it won't. In Spanish, horror is horror. Hey, I did it! You remembered. I remembered horror. I can't roll R, so I'm not going to do that. (laughs) It would be embarrassing for everyone. Um, And for Guillermo del Toro, who should be on our pod. Guillermo del Toro, come on the pod. That'd be fucking dope. Holy shit, can you imagine doing tequila shots with Guillermo del Toro and Does talking Guillermo about del horror Toro movies? Drink? Probably. I hope so. Hey Siri. Oh no. <laughs> Does Guillermo del Toro drink? No. My web search turns something up for Does DML del Toro drink? DML? <laughs> you, you really tried there, Siri, and I love your hustle. Tried so hard. Anyway, um, this looks fun. 90s. Only 90s kids will understand. But I think that's not true. I do think that it'll be kind of a big hit. Only 90s kids will really know, though. Look, BuzzFeed laid all those people off, so it's not like that was <laughs> even true to begin with. Retweet if you were laid off by BuzzFeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Next um, up, rapid-fire rapid portion? You want to do a rapid-fire? Rapid fire, which inevitably takes up half of our episode with our little rapid fire music just no, kind of did, playing a, optimistically underneath. No, I did a breakdown. It, it, it does tend to be like the lesser part of the episode. Does but, it really? But it just feels like it, I think, at the moment. <laughs> okay, rapid fire portion. Um, these are all trailers we've talked about. Almost all. 
so this will make this quick. Uh, and actually, would love to talk about them in relation to the other things. Uh, we have Avengers Endgame, which you have very vocally been like, don't care. But you've seen some... Now uh, I've seen a little bit. Now I've seen a little bit. Yes. Okay, Absolutely. all right. All right, so explain to me what's happening in, the, in this new Endgame teaser. There... So Thanos killed all the people. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Cap is very sad. He is very sad. I know who Bu- I know clean. who Bucky is now. He's clean shaven, yeah. Bucky, I saw a movie with Bucky in it. So he was in Civil I, War. Itania, yeah. <laughs> I did also see Itania. There actually. you go. He was in it. Also, 2019, I'm seeing movies again. By the way, uh, probably. Probably, maybe not this one, but <laughs> movies I will uh. see. And then, um, so they're very sad. And Rocket Raccoon is in this. He is in it. He's because there. I know, because I saw Guardians of the Galaxy, the also, first one. He's kind of a pretty obvious presence. And <laughs> Hawkeye is here. Yeah. And they're gonna go and get that Thanos. Yeah, that's pretty much all you can go over this. But the thing I really like tonally <laughs> about it, uh, if I'm being honest, is the beginning, every, uh, both when I saw it on TV yesterday and when I watched it again when we watched it before we did the pod. I get kind of like a leftovers vibe from the bit. very opening. They are literally the leftovers. Right, and I and I kind of was curious how much they would lay into the idea that half the population is now gone, because that's, I think, deeply fascinating. CJ um, snapped when he I, said it. I did. I didn't even mean to do that. I was the just snap, because... Oh, God uh, damn it. Uh, uh, I, hate, I hate myself so much. Um, <laughs> no, but I think that that's kind of cool. I think that's like a good... Uh, I think that if you're going to explain the kind of harrowing aspect of what it is that he did, laying into the fact that there's just this empty hole for, like, people, they'll fuck this up. And it probably won't actually be a thing that's anything more than the trailer. But I think it's cool. I like it. And it, and it for sure made me stoked for it. I mean, like, th- listen, they didn't have to do this. <laughs> they don't have to cut another trailer. They don't have to do fucking shit. It's going to make $500 million. Who cares? But I want to see Rocket Raccoon hanging out with Chris... Evans and the cool and actually I think the coolest part of this trailer is the slow-mo part at the end where they're all kind of like they're walking all walking out. they're walking somewhere who knows where are they going they're gonna go get Thanos because he killed everyone and that was bad I love it both angers me and I it delights me how much you have reduced this movie down to like something that sounds so fucking dumb and actually it just is that thing it is. when you're like they're just either gonna go get Thanos and it's happening <laughs> It's like, I'd love to be like, no, there's so many more complex things going on. You have no idea. And I'm like, no, this movie is legit. Just You're right. I have no guy. idea. I'm not pretending that I have an idea. No, I know. I know, I know. We, but we never established 50% of all life. Is it like plants and germs and mammals also? Or is it germs. just people? Because if you're including like 50% of all living things, I feel like that would mostly be insects, right? Like, what's the probability there would even be any humans included compared to, like, the volume of all living things? Well, the member of that uh, famous L.A. punk band, The Germs, just died, so maybe that has something to do One. with One. One. Well, there are only three in the band. So, but... like, all living things. Like, do you know? Do you know how many... CJ, do you know how many germs are just, like, in your mouth no, right no, now? No, not. Like, I don't... I. So 50% of all living things, there are but so many living things that aren't per- people. But if you killed 50% of the people, you'd be killing 50% of the germs, too. What? No, because if you die, the germs in you don't die. They're, they're separate individual living things. But if you're asking whether or not also 50% of the germs died, then the answer would be yes. Like, they would have gone with those people. Now, but if 50% ask- of all germs are inside of people. They're everywhere and all around us, and right. like ants. 
Like, what about all the ants? Did yeah, he they, kill 50% of I ants? Think animals died. I, I think they've said animals, so the, so the ants would be gone. Is it like a Noah's Ark situation where it's 50% of each thing? Listen, we have to move on. <laughs> I need answers. I don't have them. I haven't seen it. And I don't know. I, I, I hope, I don't know. I haven't seen it either, CJ. I haven't seen any of them, but these are I important know. questions. So, like, if we're going to kill off 50% of all life on Earth, 50% even, what are the odds that one of them is going to be Spider-Man? You know what I mean? Right, but half the superheroes do go away. Yeah, Spider-Man doesn't. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. So he doesn't feel so well. He doesn't feel so well, Mr. Spark. Spark. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Spark. Mr. Spark. <laughs> Mr. Spark sounds like a terrible superhero. Actually, it sounds like a, like a Mr. Mom riff that yeah. is actually like a superhero. Tony Spark. Honestly, let's sell it to CBS. They'll take it. Let's do it. Sounds dumb. Um, next up, we have Toy Story 4. We talked about this teaser. We talked about two teasers from this we a while did. ago. Like, maybe the first pod, actually. It was our very first episode. Yeah, so now we're back again. We got the Randy Newman at the beginning. That's fun. I don't like the that song, but it's it. there. You don't like your girlfriend to me? No, not really. I don't know. It's made me hate Randy Newman, and then I realized, like, I don't hate Randy Newman. I really just don't like... I didn't like any of the 90s and then early 2000s, or mo mostly the 90s, like, songwriters. Like, I don't like Bill Collins, so I don't get the Tarzan thing. I don't... Like, I like Elton John, but I don't love the the, the stuff happening in Lion King. You know, I, I don't know. I'm I know, making I know, a I know. sad face. I know, you can. It's fine. You know, I'm like... See, people who don't like Randy Newman haven't listened to like the Randy Newman like fucking songs. No, sure, and and now I have like I have a deeper appreciation for Randy Newman for sure. I still don't like that song or a lot of his contributions. Although I understand that tonally speaking, like he actually is owed a pretty great debt. I think to the way that the Toy Story franchise works, but yeah. and feels. And which is true in this trailer. Like I, I don't like the song, but the moment it kicked in, I was like, "Oh, Toy Story!" Like, oh hell yeah, yeah, we're about to have some Toy Story injected into my veins. We see Bo Peep and Woody, and they're like, "Um, Lil Lil Butch Peep, Lil more like." Okay, is that what we're? Calling? She's got some pants on now. Okay. She's like, there. Is this a Tumblr thing? No, <laughs> but like, what a bizarre character for a rebrand. Yeah, that's true. Because Bo Peep has always kind of been Woody's girlfriend mm -hmm. per se, but now they're like. Let's explore this. Yeah. I'm like, really? Yeah. That's like if they made a Monsters Inc. threequel about like Mike and Cecilia's marriage. Yeah, yeah. That's like how it feels. Sure. You know what I mean? I gotcha. It's like, did we need to give little 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 Bo Peep mm. a rebrand as like Lil Bo Peep? Because oh. now she's like got. She's got, like, a cape, and she's gonna, like, kick some ass. Well, she probably got a mixtape dropping soon, so it's cool. Lil Bo Peep? Yeah. It would be great if they make, like, SoundCloud rap references about <laughs> her. That'd be great. I, I, I've, I've seen, like, a billion shitty Disney bounds of this outfit, and this is the first time I've seen it in the trailer. And I j just... Why? Like, why not Ham? Yeah. A rebrand a re of Ham? Sure. Maybe Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Well, are they even in this movie that much? Yeah. Don Rickles passed. Because Bonnie, Bonnie, all of the toys. But Don Rickles died, so I think I don't know how much they're going to really. Was Don Rickles Mr. Potato Head? Yeah. I'll do another Potato Head. You know, my quick Don Rickles story is we were supposed to see him <gasps> in uh, Reno. I bought tickets like so far in advance because he's going to die. We got to see him. Oh goes. no. It was 
just him and Regis. I hate Regis. Um, so, but I think John Rickles hates him too. And so I was like so stoked. And I'm not joking. We were in John Wick 2. We'll get to that at a different pod later. And uh, and I got a call that was like, oh yeah, like the show's been canceled. Like literally we were supposed to drive Arena the next day. And it was like, oh yeah, no. show's been canceled. And we were like, oh, I go, that means he's not in good health. And then he died like a week later. Fuck, that's so sad. And I had bought the tickets for his next available date with the very thing in mind to go see him. It was a real bummer. Um, CJ, I'm, I'm so sorry. That really sucks. I know. It was a real bummer. I'm sure they'll find a new potato. They found a new slinky. That's true. Yeah. No, they probably will. It's fine. Anyway, it's But there. yeah, it seems like a bizarre choice for a rebrand. And I really, like, here's the thing. Feminism is great, y'all. I love feminism. But what I don't like is, like, shoehorned feminism like we're gonna retcon this whole property and make it woke like like kind of like i did not see ralph breaks the internet because i didn't see movies in 2018 2019 we're seeing movies 2018 i didn't see any movies but it was very like retconning like all the disney princesses to be kind of feminist and it's like y'all it it is what it is sure you know what i mean what if we make new things that are like cool and feminist instead of like no see this was feminist the whole time I guess what I'm trying to say is Bo Peep is kind of an odd choice here. I mean, like, I genuinely don't think Bo Peep is going to be in this film very much. Does Woody fuck? Yeah. Woody fucks hard. Does Woody... Has Woody been fucking this whole time? I, I guess Rick, in I guess in Toy Story 1, Woody, like, clearly fucks. I think about Tom Hanks characters oh. boning up a lot. Oh my god, CJ. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, wait, hold on, back up. Let's talk about this. We haven't even gotten into this trailer. Is this like a... This is why the roundup doesn't work. Is this like a... Is it like... Like like a Forrest Gump and like I I hate Tom Hanks. I don't need to get into it in this moment. I know. Wait! I know. I'm just gonna drop This is even more shocking than Tom Hanks fucking... You hate Tom Hanks? I like him as a person. I don't like him as an actor. We don't have to get into it right now. We'll wait for a real Tom Hanks movie to come around. What about... Forrest Gump we'll get into and, it at a later and time. AIDS man having a passionate love affair. Philadelphia? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into it later. And Mr. Philadelphia oh, no. because Forrest Gump already has AIDS from Gen A. Yes, Gen A. And yeah. so he and Philadelphia can fuck. We're not doing And it's this. Tom Hanks. We're not doing this. It's Bo Peep and Woody and they like they <laughs> ask whether where Buzz Lightyear is and then Buzz Lightyear's fucking zip tied onto a thing and then there's a whole Keep bit with DMP and it's a whole thing. We don't have to get into it. We don't have the time now. Yes, we do. No, we don't. They're done. They, it doesn't matter. They animated the little mouth Ugh. on the duck. Because you know those little fair toys that you get yeah. when you go to the fair. And the duck has the little mouth that's just like two, like a piece of cloth that's like delicately sewed into a semi-taco shape. But here's my question. Is this continually being like just some teaser they built? Like, is this a fake thing? Right? It always is with Pixar. No, I, no that's not true. Yes, it is. Pixar always is super duper vague about what their movies are actually about until they come out. But Incredibles 2, I knew what the movie was kind of about, or at least... But Incredibles is like Save the Cat Pixar. No, I understand, but like... Speaking of the cat, I'm going to open this box for Mr. Bean so he can wait. Is this movie actually in, like... Like, are they actually at a carnival at any point in this movie, or are they simply building a an, 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 adver- uh, an advertisement around this, like, motif? I bet they're in a carnival. Well, because it's a lot of key and peel for them to not ever actually be in, in a carnival. Because they were already in the first thing where they revised the characters, and then they're here, and it's a whole thing. We're really, really leaning into key and peel here. Yeah, speaking of key and peel, 
there's a Twilight Zone trailer. This um, is dope? This is amazing. I love this. I love this. It was great. I am a huge fan of the it original It was the best Twilight thing we're going to talk about today. And that yes. includes the, the next thing we're going to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> the next Jordan Peele. It's just a lot of Jordan Peele here at the end. It is. It it's is. the best thing that was on. It was so cool. It was so cool. The glitch out was cool. I even fell for it when it was happening because we were streaming the game. So I was like, oh, something fucking is happening. Something weird. And then it was like, oh, that's a oh, thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's doing a little bit of it. I will say that's doing a little bit of an outer limit thing. Uh, sure. Because the Twilight Zone was you're going into the depths of your imagination. Right. Door, I, E equals MC squared. That's your Twilight Zone. Correct. The do not adjust the vertical or the horizontal, your TV's wigging out, that is Outer Limits, which is similar to, but distinct from the Twilight Zone. True. So Very there's true. a little of both. There's a little of both. I mean, I think that they, here's the thing I'm most stoked about this. Nobody thing. cares about this except for me. What, the distinction between the two? Yes. No, I think there are probably a bunch. I guarantee if we go on the Reddit, people are bringing up about it. Reddit doesn't count. Oh, Reddit's no. full of losers like me. Well, I don't know. <laughs> we got to lump in all the losers somehow. I, don't know. <laughs> I spent 20 minutes talking about Fast and Furious. Like, we're all here. That's true. Um, I, I think the thing I'm most stoked about is it's clear, it's been clear, both through the two movies that he has now directed and then one of which we haven't seen, but we can imply... Obviously, Jordan Peele is a fucking monster, you know, Twilight Zone fan. Oh, yeah. And so to watch him get to do the Rod Serling kind of, like, intro-y yes! thing. I loved it. Because, A, I, I loved it for two reasons. One, he's doing the kind of passive voice really well. While at the same time, not actually really trying to emulate a lot of the mannerisms of the voice. Like, he's not trying to be Rod Serling. He's just yeah. doing it. And it's great. Yeah. And I think it's really fun. Like, I... I like. We watched it yesterday with a packed house, and I think, you know, we were... A couple people were like, this seems like it'll be bad. Because it's... it's The trailer... Fuck you! But the trailer itself <laughs> is a tie-in, right, to, like, the Super Bowl. The whole thing is, like, we glitch out, we enter into a stadium, it is the Atlanta Stadium, we glitch in between what is a packed house with fans to no fans, then it's just him in the stands. It's, it, it's very tied into, like... Picture, if you will, a football stadium right. full of sweaty people eating hot dogs. That's not what he says, but that's what I would Might say. Might as well be. Also, no hot dogs. The food at the Atlanta Stadium is dope. We'll get into a different pod. <laughs> Don't know when we would. Spin-off food pod. I have so many takes on the food in the Atlanta Stadium. <laughs> um, there's no time. And there's no time. The uh, music is playing. But genuinely, it's like, I, I think it's really cool. Like, I, I think I think this whole trailer, even though it's it's clearly kind of a CBS tie-in, is A, going to put CBS All Access on the map, I hope. I hope that, like, A... And more than Peele, Star Trek? More than Star Trek, I think. I think that Star Trek is such a lit... I don't know, here's my fear, is that, like... Uh... Twilight Zone is obviously such an older property uh, and a harder thing to revive than Star Trek ever was. But I would hope that, like, Jordan Peele is the right guy to get this because he's pressing at the exact right moment where this should happen. Uh, worst case scenario, a bunch of nerds sign up for it and then, like, only, like, 15 of us are talking about it. But I think that, like, it's a pretty beloved thing and CBS obviously already has the kind of pretty older demographic built in. So I'm hoping yeah. that, like, you know, your grandpa who's stoked about it 
assuming he's okay with a black man reviving it, is like down with it. You know what All I mean? All of my grandpas are dead. Okay, well this got dark real fast. Um, <laughs> the one grandpa I have a lot that's alive doesn't care about this, but he probably wouldn't want a black guy reviving it if he did like it. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but you know what I mean. Like I, I think that like generally like I think it's for an older demographic, but I think that there's a younger group of people. I think CBS, if they were smart, would like bring Twilight Zone way more back into the consciousness. Yeah. Like why can we not just? Are, is it streaming anywhere? I don't actually. Yeah. Know. All the episodes are on, it's either Netflix or Hulu. They all are. Okay. Yeah, good, good, you good. can mainline all of them. I that was remember. my That was my highlight of New Year's every year. Mm. New Year's Day, they show 24 hours sci-fi of the Twilight Zone on Sci-Fi. Yeah. Yep. Yep, Me that's too. what I do every year. I would do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't sure if they were available. There's a lot of weird episodes of the Twilight Zone kicking around in there when you watch them all the way through and not just the good ones. Yeah, it's best to use a list to guide yourself. I think. Yeah. A lot of, like, Satan... A lot of dinosaurs. Yeah. It's like a lot of like weird shit in space. We gotta we gotta have someone watch all of them for Merryground. I would do it. I've seen most of them to be perfectly honest. But we gotta have someone who hasn't deep like, cuts. There's a lot of like weird western episodes. Yeah, those. That's what always what I remember is there are strange west ones that don't even feel like they're necessarily. Yeah, that they surreal. don't even feel like Twilight Zone episodes. Yeah. You just watch them, and I remember like watching the sci-fi marathons and being like, ah, oh, fuck, it's a western one. Yeah, yeah. Except I was still a little kid and I didn't say my first fuck until I was in eighth grade, so I was like, you're not like oh. my dad saying ass in front of me. I was like, oh, ass. Ah, poop. Last up, another Jordan Peele joint. Us. We got another trailer for this. It's funny that this one aired during the Super Bowl because this feels like the version of the Us trailer for, like, the wide Super Bowl audience. This is my hottest... Not my hottest take. One of my hottest takes. Okay, let me, let me take my cardigan take, off. Take your cardigan to, off. To warm up for this hot... Uh, this hottest of takes. This is a hundred times better than the first trailer we got. Really? Yeah, it's so much better. You think so? Yeah, I think I like the first one better. I like the first trailer. I'm like this isn't a slight on that. Um, I think it's now kind of vaguely come out that like uh, people, or specifically Jordan Peele, was like not pleased with the amount of information necessarily given away in that first trailer. Or as like, in not enough? No, like too much. Like, really? Like like it wasn't. It didn't contain like. The idea that they were entirely, like, replicating the movements and actions of the people, like, that they were literally us, or whatever, was not something that was necessarily supposed to be, like, 100% like I feel like that's way more blatant in this trailer than it was in the first trailer. But there's so much more mystery to it happening here than there is in the first one, where it feels like we see so much more of the action play out, versus, like, here, it's just, like, very quick... And we get to it really, obviously, much faster. I mean, I got five on it, not in this trailer either. So there's no like kind of snappy edits or cuts or anything. But like, I just think we move. It moves fast, and I and I I love the end tag of uh, what did you just say? You just says it's us, and then it, like cuts to the us thing. It's like oh, it's the title. Oh, they said it. Right, totally. Yeah, it's like that family got it. I, I think it's amazing. <laughs> like I I I love that end dramatic beat. Um, I just think the t- I, I, again, like I think that probably for the most part. Jordan Peele probably works better in teasers in general because he likes the thriller. Because he likes to tease. Right. And, well, and his movies kind of, especially Get Out, has that kind of element to it. <laughs> now I'm just imagining Jordan Peele doing like a spooky burlesque. <laughs> he just reveals a Just like... But like with a creepy organ in the background. He had done that He's got like a big old fan. Oh, the tassel. Yeah, and he's like, ooh, I'm teasing. Ooh, you'll never know. I don't know. I just thought this was better. I liked it more. Really? 
yeah. it's this is so funny because I have like the exact opposite. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well now I feel bad that you liked it. But when I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is like the normie version of the first trailer. Uh, I mean, this is like the much more. Is, but in a lot of ways, that is what I like about it. I mean, like, I, I think that this feel the US trailer. <laughs> Did the, I kind of paint you into a corner a little bit? No, no, no. Because I think that the first US trailer is kind of built around this idea that you have to examine all the frames and like you want to read into it. We talked about that. I yeah. think even like that. It's it, it like almost the thing that ruins all of this is that you really want to level into like seeing all the details and the thought. You know, like what what's gonna what's coming up? You you want to level into it. It's built for like you know Reddit people to post all these threads. In fact, he even premiered this trailer on Reddit. I think he just posted a link. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like he knows that. But I think that that's what makes me more interested in this kind of thing, where it's like this is a pretty broad teaser, but it's a te it is a teaser. If we got this one first, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? It really would be like this kind of mind fuck. Like. I guess I'm not thinking about it in necessarily relation to the other one, but just in terms of, like, if I want to be introduced to the film, which would I prefer more? And I think that this thing kind of leaves so many more vague, loose ends. You know, It I does, but I think the first trailer got me a little more, like, oh, fuck yeah, like, sure. we're doing it! Like, just the way that Five on it is in that trailer, yeah. and there's a lot more, like, weird shit going on, and yeah. it's... it's the the first trailer is way more cinematic, whereas this one is like, oh my god, ad break time at the Super Bowl is so expensive, we have to condense this into 45 seconds. But I like that. I mean, I like the 45 second teaser. I like the idea we move at a brisk pace. I like the fact that things are a sprint. I like, you know, you don't even see Tim Heidecker in this trailer. Like, <laughs> they're, they're like I think there are people we, we don't even like focus on. There um, really is, like, no kind of racial aspect whatsoever in this trailer, whereas which there are... There are a couple moments in the first trailer where it's like, ha ha, white people. For sure, for sure. But also, probably, again, like, something that I guess if Jordan Peele had more hands-on probably say in the marketing, I bet would probably, he'd be like, yeah, this is what I want. Like, I, because he said before, like, there's, you know, there's not that tie. It's not like a get out thing. It's not like get out. And if anything, he probably wants to distance himself from that, right? Like, he doesn't want you walking in thinking, like, here's the big, like, social thriller of the year it's like yeah. this is probably closer to just a straight thriller yeah um and so it'll probably fail in people's eyes if it has too much of that weighted expectation and so i like this trailer i agree i don't know i think the i think the first the first trailer got me a little more hyped because it was just so much more cinematic and i guess cohesive maybe isn't the right word it just felt a little more crafted sure. than this one this one definitely felt like this this was a spot yeah. the first one was a trailer and i think personally i prefer the trailer i think it's more of an experience and i felt like oh my god he did this like amazing get out movie what's gonna be the next thing I and then it's this like big bombastic trailer with this cool music and I, Beans is climbing on top of the TV. I reserve <laughs> my my right to think that if I see the movie and there's still shocks to be had in spite of the fact that I saw that trailer, I'm here to believe like, okay, great trailer. Like a, a, real, yeah. a real misdirect. I'm sure it will be that either way. But I'm worried it won't be. I'm worried that like basically the simple premise that we've been set up with is exactly what it is. But where did they come from? Why? Why are but they that, there? But that Who question, is us? Right, sure. And th those are obviously like 
the questions that both trailers are positive, but like compared to say Velvet Buzzsaw, right. where they give away the whole damn thing in the trailer and no, they show I'm not, everything. I'm, I'm not saying they're giving away everything. I'm just wondering whether or not there's things that happen in that first trailer or, or moments that we're getting kind of like. But we don't know what those moments are yet. Is the thing? No, sure. But when I watch the movie, if I go, oh, I kind of like now know the setup. If I if like 20 minutes in, I go, oh, I know where we're gonna be in an hour because I kind of like have seen that trailer enough times. I feel I'll like Jordan Peele wouldn't let that happen. Well, but he said, yeah, maybe. Maybe he said that to misdirect us. That'd be amazing. He's he's a, he's a smart cookie. He's a genius. He's he is kind of a genius. What do you have coming up on Mary Garan Bank? Oh God, I don't know. I have so many features. Your girlfriend wrote a lovely feature. Yes, Miss Tapley. Yeah, I don't know when that'll be up. But wrote a. <laughs> Was right. that a read? Huh? Was that a read? You're like, yeah, I don't know when it'll be up. Oh, I meant like in relation. <laughs> to I meant in relation to this dropping. We'll see. Um, I have a lot of really cool stuff on deck right now. I don't know exactly when there's all of it's going to come there's out. There's a bachelor piece. There's out. a bachelor piece by Lauren Chenard coming out, which I've been trying to get from her for years, and it's finally happening. I'm so excited. Yeah. There's a really cool Doctor Who piece from Tracy Nicoletti that I'm really really excited about. There's a new um, uh, Tapley is writing about Black Monday and cocaine and drugs and Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen Evan and Evan Goldberg and film yeah. and TV and kind of this cultural moment and the all TV that good stuff. Coming out. Yeah, I'm there's a lot of really, really good TV stuff coming out. I'm so excited about my section because there are so many cool op-eds coming out. Yeah, it? cool. Yeah, mm -hmm. those are, those are, I've only read Tapley's, but uh, I did the art for, uh, or the, the header photo for Bachelor the Bachelor one. Bachelor one's good. Lauren has been just like the Bachelor gal Chomping for so long. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have to plug, CJ? Um, I'm hoping when people read this, uh, or at least very shortly after that, um, I have a piece about um, Don Giovanni Records uh, and father, uh, father Daughter Records and Top Shelf Records. And a, a bunch of these record labels came together and did, a, they basically unionized in a, in a weird way. Uh, they did a thing where they're, that they're calling Label Buds, which is you know, on the very early stages of just like, hey, we're eight and tiny, tiny engines and a couple of other record labels uh, all kind of came together and said, hey, we are going to do a thing where we uh, are fighting against kind of not just major labels, but, you know, specifically Spotify and technology and algorithms and all the, and social media and all this nonsense. And basically, I'm just going to try and do something where it's easier for people to catch on to uh, independent music. So I interviewed a bunch of label heads and that piece I'm hoping will be out. I'm hoping I'll be done writing it tomorrow. Um, <laughs> It's CJ just a is lot so of diligent. To, it's a lot of things to compile. Um, so it's it, it's that that kind of thing. Working um, very hard. It's there's that. Uh, we have lots. January was a weirdly busy month in the music world. So you can read Ted uh, Ted Davis wrote about the new Deer Hunter record, and we have thoughts. Uh, Muhammad wrote about the new uh, Bad Bunny record, and Jesse Herb just wrote about the new uh, Phoebe Bridgers Connor Oberst record. So definitely check out the music section. It's, kind of popping off a little bit um and yeah i think that's kind of it fantastic there's, yeah there's cool stuff uh, and also for sure check out our sundance coverage uh yeah, yeah kevin Cookman and i uh layman 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 uh we're both there and jesse Herb actually i think she's gonna put a oh, couple really? words in there too yeah she wow. just happened to be there like vacationing um jesse's but, such a badass yeah, yeah. love her yeah. love you jesse if you're listening yes she said she was going to so hopefully she'll message us after this um let's do it but yeah, uh, so there will be a bunch of blurbs up there. Uh, I think I think covered like 
50 something movies over the time there so that's pretty impressive that's intense um and that's it that's all i got and none of them were trailers that we watched today no uh no yeah that no, was no. my very poor attempt at a segue no sundance movie yeah. no goodbye we love you thank you goodbye <laughs> how about uh, follow us at oh follow us at t trashed pod on on twitter and at trailer trash pod on instagram yep. i don't know who runs it but i bet they're attractive <laughs> okay thank you so much <laughs> bye bye